Hallelujah. All right. Do you have your Bibles tonight? Let's go quickly to the book of Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1 and we'll read from verse 12. Acts chapter 1 and from verses 12. Amen. Acts chapter 1 and from verse 12. Glory to God. Then returned they unto Jerusalem from the mount called Oliveth, which is from Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey. As this. And when they were come in, they went up into where? An upper room where abode both who? Peter, who else? James, who else? John, who else? Andrew, who else? Keep going. And, and who else? Bartholomew, who else? Who else? The son of Aphios. And who else? Simon Zelotes. And who else? Judas, the brother of James. So here the Bible talks about all the disciples of Jesus that were left. So he's telling us that they all gathered together when they returned from Jerusalem. After Jesus, you know, had ascended into heaven, they returned to Jerusalem. And the Bible said, this all, next verse, continued. Please, please, who is the guy at the back? This all continued with what? One accord. In what? And what else? Supplication with the women. Who are the women? And Mary, the mother of Jesus. Somebody say the mother of Jesus. Don't look at your neighbor say the mother of Jesus. All right. The, 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 the mother of Jesus with who? Who else? Jesus' brothers. All right. Let's keep going. And in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples and said, the number of the names together, uh, sorry, Jesus, uh, sorry, Peter, in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples and said, the number of the names together were about how many? 120 people. So we know that there were 120 people were in the upper room. Say amen to that. All right, go to Acts chapter 2 and verse 1. Acts chapter 2 and verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. They were all with what? One accord where? In one place. And suddenly, you will get a sudden answer tonight. I say you will get a sudden answer tonight. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven. I say of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled where they were sitting. Verse. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like a sapphire, and he sat on each of them. And the Bible said they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit them utterance. And the church say, Amen. Tonight, like I said, I'm ministering on what I've titled the power of corporate prayers. The book of Acts reveals that um, oftentimes, and not even oftentimes, many times, the early church would gather together to pray. They would gather together to pray. In these days, we're finding that the church of today is, is now going against that formula. Where the church prefer to pray individually than to gather for corporate prayers. And, and that's why it seems like our problems are increasing instead of decreasing. 
Because I want to tell you what is in we gathering together as a people to pray. There are some things that happens when we gather together that doesn't happen when you pray alone. Where is your amen, Bazalwan? Amen, somebody. The early church did that. They prayed together in the temple. They gathered often again and again, devoting themselves to prayer. It's often that they do this. The church would gather right from even when Jesus was here. I mean, in, in Matthew, in Luke chapter 9 and verse 28. If you can put that for us on the screen. I just don't want to quote it. Luke 9 and verse 28. Please give it to us. And it came to pass that about the eighth day after these sayings that he took who? Are you reading with me? Who else? And who else? And they went up onto a mountain. What did they do? No, they went to dance. What did they go to do? No, they went to gather to eat. What did they go do? To pray. Jesus understood the place of corporate prayer. Not just me alone. I need some people to gather with me so we can send that power that will break the head of the serpent. Can I hear an amen, somebody? Jesus often, I mean, this was something he did regularly. Even in the mountain of Gethsemane, when he was about to, you know, to go to Jerusalem to be crucified. The Bible says he took Peter, James, and John, and they went into prayer. When he got there, he said to them, guys, pray with me. Pray with me. I can't do this alone. Now, church, if Jesus needed corporate prayer to go to the cross, I don't know who you are. But your neighbor say, you are not Jesus. Look at your neighbor, say, you are not God. And God needed corporate prayer. You need it most. Can I hear an amen? You need it most. Somebody say, in the name of Jesus, I need corporate prayer. Church, we need it most in our day. We need it most. The scripture I read in Acts chapter 1, if you can go back there to, from verse 12, Acts chapter 1 and verse 12. The Bible says, when they returned from Jerusalem, Remember that in Luke chapter 20, I think it's 24, Jesus gathered them and then blew on them and said to them that they should go and wait for the promise of the Father. So they gathered, they returned from Jerusalem onto the Mount of Olivet, which was, from, which was a Sabbath day journey from Jerusalem. Keep going. And when they were come, uh, coming, they went up into an upper room where they abode Peter. Now, the Bible mentions all the disciples of Jesus remaining that were left after the passing of uh, uh, Judas, the people that were left, he mentioned all their names. And then the Bible tells us, not just them, that there was also gathered among them the mother of Jesus with some other women. Say amen. And then not just them as well, the brothers of Jesus. Church, if you just read the scripture and run over it, you won't understand the implication of this. Now, there is a reason why God documents informations in the Bible. If you are careful to sit down, meditate, think upon, and, and ponder on them, you will get the reason why. Now, the Bible says that Jesus has ascended. He has left. And they now, he told them, go and wait in Jerusalem. Go and wait for the promise of the Father. That the Father is going to send you another comforter. And then the Bible said they now came and gathered together. But not just the disciples, the mother of Jesus. Now, church, I don't know if you understand the implication. For your mother to gather to pray to you. Do you know what that means? First and foremost, the Jews themselves, they have a certain, uh, I don't know what word to use for it. 
certain inclination they have to God. That is God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Then now Jesus came into the scene, was born of a virgin Mary, and now came into the scene, and the Bible now tells us that this is the Son of God. Now, many a times, the Jews, you remember when he met the woman at the well, the woman said, our fathers told us that there is a prophet coming. You know, there's going to be a savior that will be coming. These were the words of the prophets. And Jesus said, that savior is me. And the woman looked at Jesus like, how? How can he be you? And so they, they have, they, there is an allegiance they have to God, who is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And now God sends his son in a human form. And now Mary gave birth to Jesus. And Jesus now began to function on the earth as God in the flesh. He raised disciples. These disciples, but you know, towards the end of his journey. Now, you remember at one time he quoted a scripture that a prophet is with but without honor except in his own house. That means, I mean, you all know church, listen to me. The last people that want to believe you are a man of God is your brothers, mother and father. I, I don't even see my father ever calling me Apostle Felix, my father. <laughs> I, I must forget it. That, that one will never happen. In fact, my father will shout at me as if he just gave birth to me today. Amen, somebody. This Apostle Felix here, he, my father, uh, you don't understand. My brothers. So, this was now a time that Jesus had left. What would have made these people change their mind from seeing Jesus as our elder brother to now calling on his name for answered prayer? They must have seen something. They must have. So, they now gathered together and they began to pray in one accord. Why didn't they do it separately? Why did they all decide? The Bible tells us that the number of the people that were gathered in this upper room were how many? 120 people. And as they were gathered, certain things began to happen. I'm telling you, if they were on their own, the Holy Ghost wouldn't have fallen. They had to gather together in one accord. They had to gather. Somebody said there is power when we gather to pray. Say it like you are serious. There is power when we gather to pray. Somebody say amen to that. There is power when we gather to pray. Give me Acts chapter 4 and verse 23 to 31. Let's read just a few verses from there. Acts 24. It said, being let go, the Bible said they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and the elders said unto them. Keep going. Keep going. And when they had, when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God which had made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. If you can just flip over uh, maybe to two or three verses down, uh, say verse 28. It's, keep going, keep going, keep going. And now, Lord, this is in their prayer. Now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servant that with all boldness that we may speak what? Thy word. By stretching forth thy hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was what? Shaken. Where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and spake the word of God with boldness. 
what is released when we pray, when we gather together to pray. This was the character of the early church. And, and I believe that this is one of the things that the enemy sent COVID to come and do. Make sure we do not gather to pray anymore. You know that they are, in fact, I, I, I really don't know of any church now that does overnight anymore, overnight prayers. Many churches have stopped it since after the COVID-19. The church is so scared that, I mean, do you know that when we still gather, people are scared of, are scared of coronavirus? Amen, somebody. We can't walk like that. We can't live like that. We are God's people, church. We are the called out ones. When we gather here in the name of the Lord, he promised that he will be in our midst. Now, church, listen to me. I, I don't know about you. When we gather here, I know Jesus is here. Where is your amen, Bazalwan? When we gather here, I know the Holy Ghost is here. That's why during the coronavirus, I didn't stop church. I just refused to stop church. I thought whatever anybody needs to do, let them do. And this was one of the churches that never stopped. When they said to us, okay, you can't gather, we said, okay, no problem. God blessed us with a huge property. <laughs> you can't gather in a four wall. Okay, we have outside no wall. <laughs> so I told all of you, get your cars. Come to service. I will stand outside. Only me is outside. You can now come to somebody and say, you are inside your car. There is COVID in your car. The devil is a liar. We got that. We made sure we didn't stop church. Church, we can't live in fear in our day. Amen. You can't live in fear. God is with you. Please never live in fear. Don't allow fear to trouble you. Don't allow fear to torment you. The Bible said they were gathered in one accord. They were gathered in one accord. So church, that's one word that we must learn whenever we gather. One accord means that we are of one mind. We are of what? One mind. If you go back to Acts chapter 1 and verse 12, where we were. Go back to Acts chapter 1. I think we had read from verse 12 up until, keep going, keep going. Keep going. If I say this all continue, give me this in the Amplified version of the Bible. Let me see what the Amplified says. It says, and this all, and all, all of these with their minds in what? So do you see why many times also when we gather, our prayers are not answered? We have to be what? Minds full of what? Agreement, not disagreement. Not disagreement. Husband and wife, when you gather to pray, make sure that you are what? You have one mind in full what? Agreement. That's one of the things that pray. In fact, maybe I should just go straight to the benefits of corporate prayer. Let me just give that to you quickly. What are the benefits of corporate prayer? Why does God recommend corporate prayer? Number one, corporate prayer releases the power of God. It releases what? The power of God. First Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 4. Give me that in the New Living Translation. First Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 4. Quickly, quickly, sir. New Living Translation. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you are to call a meeting of the church. And I will be there where? In spirit and the power of the Lord Jesus will be with you as you meet. The power of who? What is with you when you gather? The power of the Lord Jesus. He releases great and tremendous power. Any church that does not gather to pray corporately will not be able to release the power of God. He releases 
the power of God as we gather together to pray. It releases God's dimension. That's why many times when you come to a corporate prayer, when you leave, you are strengthened. Because the power of Jesus has been released. Somebody say amen to that. That's why for some of you who don't come for our prayer meetings, please do. I told you guys that I'm slowly going to turn Wednesday service to, come to prayer meetings. Say amen. Because that's one thing that has vanished from the church and it needs to come back. This is an apostolic house. Can I hear an amen? I say this is an apostolic house. It's a church. It's a pace-setting church. So, so we need to make sure that the place of prayer is kept in the body. Number two, I'm going to run quickly. To maximize the power of agreement. To maximize the power of agreement. The reasons for corporate prayer is to maximize the power of agreement. Matthew chapter 15, 18 and verse, let me start from verse 15. Now I'm going to verse 19 and 20, but give me verse 15. Let me just, uh, you know, it says, Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go tell him his fault and be between thee and him alone. So he says, if your brother makes, does something against you, church, please watch this. I, I, I wanted to go past, when I was studying, I just wanted to read verse 18 and 19. But, you know, as I was reading this, I just thought, let me just throw this light in. Your brother or your sister does something against you. Go meet them first and talk to them. Except they don't want to listen. Except they don't want to listen. Sometimes when people do some stupid things in this house, I will call you first. It is when you don't listen that I will now announce it from the pulpit. I, will I, I never do anything. Before I, 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 I bring something to light, I would have tried as much as possible. Make sure that I help you out of your mess. People don't listen, then I will now tell the whole world so that they will know that this is the situation. So you don't go out there and be messing up our name. Can I hear our name, man? He says, moreover, if thy brother trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. And if he shall hear thee, then you have gained your brother. Next verse, keep going. But if he will not hear you, take it, take with you one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. Somebody say amen. So he says, if your brother sends you, you go meet him, and you and him can sort out the difference. He said, take a brother or two, or a sister or two. Go meet him again. Try and involve another one, two, or three people. But then the Bible says, but if he will not hear you, keep going, keep going. But if he shall neglect to hear you, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee as a hidden man or a publican. This is Bible. There are some people we need to make unbelievers. You just throw them away and say, this is why we put you in the trash can. Because you have refused to listen. Next verse. For verily, verily, for verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth, shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you shall lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Now, this is an authority that Jesus is giving to the church. Now, I know we use this for Satan for, uh, you know, binding and losing. You will say, I bind Satan. I lose my miracle. I lose my healing. I release my breakthrough. Yes, it is good. But in the context that Jesus was speaking about this, he was talking about believers who refuse to rest, listen to correction. Believers who refuse to one-on-one, -on -one, you took two or three, now the church is involved. They refuse to listen to the church. Jesus was the one speaking. 
he said that person you you have the authority to declare that person a non-believer and i jesus will honor it that is jesus from heaven we recognize that person as a non-believer can i hear an amen are you reading the bible with me all right then keep going he said again i say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask it shall be done of, of my father which is in heaven so what corporate prayer does is that it maximizes the power of agreement when we gather together when two or three of us gather together and are touching anything and we ask our father what did jesus say it shall be done somebody say it shall be done it shall be done that's why anytime you have an issue that you have prayed and prayed and prayed look for a prayer partner Look for somebody who will be in agreement with you. Because, listen, church, it's not everybody that's in agreement with you. Oh, no, amen. Don't go and take somebody just anywhere. You call your fellow sister and say, Sister, you know, a brother said, Hello, uh, come, let us pray. You know, I'm, I'm trusting God to give me a word whether she's the one. You and your sister are praying, or you hold hands in the name of Jesus. Father, is this man the will of God? Your sister in her heart is saying, You know what? No man has said hello. Why is somebody saying hello to you? Meanwhile, she's saying, in the, oh God, <laughs> are we together? You must find somebody who is in agreement with you. Say amen, oh. The heart of man is desperately wicked. Who can search it out? Find somebody who is, that's why husband and wife. Listen, one of the greatest agreement on the earth today is the agreement between husband and wife. Believe me. Listen, sisters, stop fighting your husband. Amen. All this you fight for three days, you are not talking. You, what you are missing. Let me tell you, a late wife and I, we, we, if we wanted to do anything, there were some times we didn't even pray. We just agreed that we would do it. Any God will do it. Am I talking to somebody? You know why there is power in agreement between husband and wife. Ladies, stop running off to do your own thing. Go and do things that your husband is not involved, doesn't know about. Listen to me. God is not with you. Where is your amen? Oh, it seems like all the ladies have been doing their own thing. The Lord have mercy on you. Amen. <laughs> amen. Praise God. It's power in agreement. Say amen. It's power in agreement. Give me Leviticus chapter 26 and verse 8. Leviticus chapter 26 and verse 8. Church, I told you, when you come to church with pen and paper, you must write. Amen. We are in a class here. Study to show yourself approved. One of the things Paul said to Timothy, he said, when you are coming, bring my notes or my parchments. Church, you must have a note in church and a pen to write. Say amen. All right. He says, everybody read with me one to go. And five of you shall chase how many? One hundred. And a hundred of you shall chase how many? Church, can you add this up? The spiritual dynamics to gathering together and praying. It says five, which is how many? One hundred. Hundred, which is how many? How it works. The more we gather, the more we chase away. You can't even add that up. You can't add that. Chases hundred. Hundred chases ten thousand. If we were to do this, if you are adding this up, it does not make any sense. Amen, somebody. The more we gather to pray, the more power we generate to chase away demons, chase away the works of darkness. 
Somebody say amen to that. Somebody say amen to that. Number, what number are we? Number three. It releases deliverance and freedom for the captive. This is, corporate prayer is one of the most dangerous places to, to be in to get your breakthrough. I'm telling you, it releases deliverance and freedom for the captive. Hey, Acts chapter 12 and verse, uh, Acts chapter 12 and verse 5. Acts 12 and verse 5. Everybody write it down and look up the screen. Peter therefore was kept where? Everybody, are you with me? Look up the screen. Peter was kept where? Now, let me, let me, let me just do something. Your financial breakthrough was kept in prison. Amen. Your promotion was therefore kept where? Because remember, Peter was at that time the Pope of the church. He was literally the leader. The man that had the prophetic agenda for God for the church at that time. And the Bible says that was kept empty. The same way your breakthrough, your promotion, your job, your church growth, your, your anointing. Things can be locked up in prison by the devil. Businesses are locked up. You are in a job for 25 years, no promotion. Therefore, your promotion was kept away in prison. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison. But what happened? Can you everybody read with me? But what happened? Prayer was made by who? Without ceasing of the church unto God for him. They made prayers. I mean, as soon as that corporate prayer, listen to me, church. Before this prayer was made, I believe Peter was praying by himself. Nothing will happen. Nothing changed. Nothing changed. Peter was praying. There were individual prayers that were going on until the church now gathered together and said, let us call on the Lord for Peter. And immediately, if you read, keep reading, you will see what happened. Next verse. When Herod would have brought him forth, to slaughter him uh, around Easter. Keep going, keep going. An angel of the Lord came upon him and a light shone from the prison. A smooth Peter on the side and all that, that happened for his deliverance. That's what corporate prayer does. It releases the captives. It brings so much breakthrough power that whatever is locked up in your life is released. And I prophesy tonight, as we gather in the name of the Lord, anything that belongs to you, whatever represents your Peter, that is locked up in any prison, is released tonight. By the word of the Lord, is released tonight. It is released now, in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout amen. amen. Commands breakthrough for the believer. Commands breakthrough, amen. Number five, what does corporate prayer do? Is it number five or number four? Number four, corporate prayer helps to unify the believers. It helps to unify the believers. When we pray together, all this jealousy, envy, strife will, will leave us. The Bible says in Amos 3.3, can two walk together except they what? They agree. Can two walk together. When we come together for corporate prayers, any church that prays regularly, corporately, there is strife reduces. You know, all this gossip and all these things that we... You know, the, the, the things that we have against one another, they all reduce, they diminish from corporate prayer. It unifies the believers. It unifies the believers. Husband and wife, you notice, for those of you who pray with your wife, you notice that when you pray together, somehow the love between you just, somehow you guys just unite. Can I hear? Where, are they not married people here? It, it just does something to bring you guys together. Your quarreling is less. Amen. 
That's why no matter the fight you have, listen, as a couple, pray. You may not be talking to your husband, but when he says, let's pray, pray. Husband, if your wife says, let's pray, what do you do? Pray. I may not be, I, we may be fighting, but yeah, you can start mumbling. Mm, you know, some of you, you know, <laughs> all those murmuring. <laughs> you know, you can pray the way you murmur. <laughs> Amen. Have you heard some people murmur, you know? Those days when your father, your father wants to send you somewhere, you, you, just, you just murmur something. At that time, uh, you just hear one word. You don't hear the rest things. You can start like that in your prayer between you and your wife and husband. Maybe you are fighting. Your husband say, let's pray. Just, he is there. You face this side. But you see, as time goes on, as you continue, you will notice that the Spirit of God will start helping you. And as soon as you finish that prayer, you'll be surprised what will happen in your bedroom. Okay. <laughs> Only Holy Ghost will interpret to married people. The rest of you should not get an interpretation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So it, it helps the believers to be in agreement. True agreement is based on unity. Based on unity. It unifies us. When we gather to pray, it unifies us. If we have issues with one another, so we gather to pray, those issues are left. You find yourself releasing them the more. Once you have something in your heart, release it the more. Every time we finish prayer, I mean, check it out. Check this out. Most times you and your husband can be fighting and you come to church together. Pastor, is that possible? Some of you that are not married say, how can husband and wife be fighting? Wait, your time is coming. <laughs> you know, you can come together to church and you're not talking to each other, but after service, you've prayed in church. Somehow you're walking out of church, you just hold our hands and you walk to the car together. Am I communicating? Okay. Some of you don't fight with your wives. Praise God for your life in the name of the Lord. <laughs> Amen, somebody. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 26 and verse 36. Matthew 26 and verse 36. Bible said, Then come Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane. Saith unto his disciples, sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. I pray yonder. He took with him Peter and two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. He, he took them so that they can come in agreement with him. They can pray with him. He took them so that they can pray with him. And you must know, now church, you notice that Jesus always takes these three people everywhere he's going. You know why? Because he prayed together with them. He was closer to them your amen tonight. Are you that hungry you can't say amen? Because he was always praying with them he was closer to, you know and, and that's why you find some people in church will say, ah, why is apostle closer to this person than this person? Because, you see, people I see in prayer, I take you more serious. If you are wondering why I don't take you serious, I don't see you in prayer. Some of you are frowning at me, eh? Yeah, I'm telling you now why yeah. Look at your neighbor and say, come to prayer. This Friday overnight, don't miss prayer. Look at your neighbor and say, don't miss prayer. Hmm. This overnight prayer, all of you that I'm seeing your face now, on that day I will do a scan. I'm going to do a CT scan of the church. Recognizing all your faces now. Hallelujah. 
I must see all of you in the prayer on, on Friday night. Say amen, somebody. What number are we? Five. Corporate prayer releases angelic activities. It releases angels in our midst. Acts chapter 12 that I read from verse 7. If you all remember the story that I just read about Peter, you can put it for us on the screen. And behold, the Bible said the church prayed. What happened? An angel was dispatched. And the Bible said, behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him and a light shined in prison and smote Peter on the side and raised him and saying, arise up quickly. And his chains did what to him? It fell off his hands. Releases angels. Corporate prayer releases what? Angels. Angelic activities. That's why we need to gather to pray because angels are dispatched. Somebody say amen. Whatever we gather to pray together, angels are released to make sure they come to pass. So that's why you need to be in corporate prayer. I'm just trying to appetize you because our fasting is coming. There is no excuse you have to say you are not coming for prayer. We are gathering here for prayer. In fact, throughout September, I believe probably Friday, all the Fridays we will just do overnight prayer. Glory to God. Amen, somebody. Man, I'm up for prayer, man. I'm up for prayer. Something must break loose, amen? I say something must break loose in your life this time. No, you can't be the same after this conference. No, 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 no. I refuse for you to be the same. I refuse. God forbid. God is, I will never remain the same. So it releases angelic activities. Number six, I want to finish so that we can pray. Number six, brings healing for individuals and for our nation. It brings healing for individuals and for our nation. Somebody say amen to that. You all remember the most, one of the most popular scriptures in the Bible? Second Chronicles 20 and verse 14. Second Chronicles, sorry, not 7 and verse 14. 7 verse 14. You all know the, um, that scripture. Please put it for us on the screen. It says, if my people, any of you are God's people. All right. The Bible says, if my people which are called by my name shall do what? Humble themselves. The word humble there is go on a fast. To humble yourself means to fast before God. Like in our ministry, every Wednesday, we humble ourselves before God. We wait on the Lord. How many of you fasted today? You fasted today. Good number. Amen. Keep it up. If you didn't fast, okay. <laughs> you all know where I'm going. Why are you laughing? Those of you who didn't fast, your, your heart is beating like this. Let him not ask. Let him not ask. <laughs> okay, I, I, will, I, will, I will let you be for today. But next Wednesday, make sure you fast. Somebody? He says, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin. And what else? I will heal their land. Listen to me. Whatever is plaguing South Africa, it is corporate prayer that will solve it. All these individual things. That's why people that build their own empire is not going to work. I'm my own, my own. It's my prayer, my this, my that. No, we need corporate prayers. For God to hear us and heal our land, we need to gather to pray. Say amen. We can't do this individual thing and think that God, no, individual thing cannot move God. It cannot move God to change the situation of our nation. I mean, there's so many things that are in trouble in our land. Corruption is on the increase. Amen, somebody? Corruption is on the increase. All kinds of things are going on. Our economy is, 
is unstable as, as water. Today, the dollar is 15. Sometimes it comes down to 14. Next tomorrow is 17. The devil is a liar. We need a stable economy. Say amen. But it is true corporate prayers. Somebody say corporate prayers. Say God said he will heal our land. James chapter 5 and verse 16. James 5 and verse 16. Quickly. Amen. You glad you are in a church that reads Bible. Say confess your faults one to another. And pray for one another that you what? That what will happen? That you may be healed. Corporate prayer brings healing. For individuals and for who? For nation. For individuals and for nation. Say pray that... Pray for one another that you may be healed. For the effect of fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The five versions say he makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Say amen to that. Corporate prayer brings healing to God's people individually and to the nation. And then number seven, I think I'll stop here and then we'll go into prayer. Amen. Are you in the mood to pray? You didn't fast for nothing. You can't fast and not pray. Amen. Corporate prayer helps you to hear from God. It helps you to hear from God. Say amen to that. Helps you to hear from God. First Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 9. First Corinthians 13 and verse 9. Glory to God. Say, for we know in part and we prophesy in part. All of us don't know anything. There are some things that, um, you know, God, one of the things I've realized with God is that he didn't give in an individual everything. That's why anyone who thinks he knows everything is a fool. God didn't, let me tell you, we know in part, we prophesy in part. There are dimensions of graces that God gave you, he didn't give me. Many times I've called the head of our intercession. Now I will say, listen, pray with me regarding this matter. Amen, somebody. She's here. When I was believing God for a wife, I called her one day, I said, daughter, there's a lady I just met. Met with me in the spirit. Didn't I call you? Amen. I called her, I said, because this is not, no, church, stop being a lone ranger. May God help you. This lone ranger thing is not working. It's not working for you. Find somebody who will believe God for, with you. At least I'm sure she's not believing God for me. <laughs> she, she's married at least. <laughs> so I needed to call somebody that I am sure that in the name of the Lord she will not... <laughs> Apostle called me and said, believe God with me for a wife. Father, let that wife be me. Ah, the devil is a liar. <laughs> God is exalted. <laughs> I will never be defeated. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. But I mean, jokes apart, I'm just saying that if I, your pastor, will go to somebody that I'm pastoring and say, agree with me, agree with me times I was, I mean, there was one time I saw a vision. I was driving with the, I was, I mean, this was an, it was a vivid vision. I was driving a car, it was a 4 by 4 black 4 by 4 Can't even remember what make of car it is. So it was me and all the pastors of House of Treasures. And as we were driving, we were about to ascend the bridge. And all of a sudden, I didn't see that between the bridge and the road, there was, there was a gulf. And then we now headed and entered into the gulf as the car was about to sink down we all came out of it i just called the head of intercessors then i think it was one of the pastors then who has left and and i called him i said all of us me and you and your assistant are going on three days fasting and on the second day the lord gave me the answer to that vision and i told them 
I call them. I say, break your fast. Because now the Lord has given me the answer. That's what corporate prayer does. He releases answers from God. I'm telling you, corporate prayer will release answers. When you are not hearing something about any situation, find somebody that will agree with you. Please, and, and I'm emphasizing this again. Don't look for somebody you are not sure of. Don't go and tell your problem to somebody who will gossip around town. Uh, is your amen. Look for somebody who genuinely will agree with you. Genuinely. Whose heart you know is pure towards you. Towards you. Amen. Are they bad people? No. But you don't know what's in their heart. So you find somebody whose heart is really genuine towards you. And that's why it's even... It's difficult for us as, as a people to pray for our nation. Because when we gather to pray, we say, Father, give us a godly president. The one ANC guy is saying, let it be President Sarah. Uh, the one EFF guy somewhere there, let it be Julius Malema. The other one with Cope. Is that, is, does Cope still exist? <laughs> Cope, that always has three votes or five votes. Cope, with somebody from Cope, we say, let us... Then another one, D.A. Oh, <laughs> D.A. One person from D.A. We say, let it be D.A. And then we are all praying, Father, give us a godly man. God will look at them and say, this one, you are not in one accord. Even though you are gathered in one place, you are not in what? In one accord. Because EFF is there. ANC is there. Cope. D.A. is there. Okay, there is no one there. Jimmy is part of D.A. <laughs> Since only him is that side. Amen. Oh, there is Pastor Vero. Vero, are you part of DA? <laughs> Amen, somebody. Praise God. But you see, we need to be in one accord. Somebody say one accord. Once we release prayer from this altar, don't go and pray your own desires. Apostle, why are you praying that Chief Justice, now that they say Chief Justice is coming out for praise? Because he's a godly man. Not doing that because of tea. I just need a godly man. Amen. Somebody, so like me, I'm looking for somebody that will protect the interest of God, not somebody that will lock up church. If you are in love with your party, God help you. It's okay. I don't have a problem. I told you guys, I am not fighting any party. I'm just the reason I'm saying this. And let me tell you, even if President Cyril Ramaphosa is here today in this service, I will say the same thing not saying it because I hate any party I hate any leader, no I, from me, from Bible perspective I'm looking for, the Bible say when the righteous rule, what happens? The people do what? Rejoice, but when the wicked rule, what happens? The people mourn unemployment is skyrocketing every day, skyrocketing skyrocketing every day in, in a country as best as South Africa we shouldn't still have squatter camps. This nation is blessed with resources, with everything. We shouldn't still have squatter camps. But the money is in the hand of few people. Others are buying tickets for ladies. Go to I to go and wait for me. But sometimes just go to Louis Vuitton and see what your brothers are doing. Take all these slay mamas. Politicians. Slay mamas. Swipe at 500,000 for bag. For one young 16-year-old girl. Church, we need godly people in, in, in leadership. It's the truth. We need godly people in leadership. And me, I'm not scared to say it. Me, I'm looking for a godly leader. Somebody that will represent the interest of God. I'm, I'm believing God for the day when the president of this nation will come out and say, I prayed and I heard God say to us, this is the direction to go. 
when God is involved in a nation, that nation will make progress. When you see a nation going down, it's because there is no God. We have leaders who are proof for two women and two men to be married. How can we go forward? In our, today, you can, two women can come here and say, I do, I do. You give them marriage certificate from South African Home Affairs. We are in trouble, church. We are in, if you don't see the trouble, something is wrong with you. A nation where government has agreed that two men must get married and they give them certificate. Just be any man that will wear two men in this church. Just be any man, any woman that will wear two men or two women in this church. I have said I'm the one God used to start this church. Even after I die, anybody that weds two men and women in this house is cursed forever. His generation to generation are cursed. Amen. God forbid. That's against the word of God. Against the word of God. We can't have that. So our nation needs a godly leader. Somebody who will go there and stand for the truth. Stand for the truth. I can't be a president and you put constitution and you tell me you want to wear two men. It's not possible. You that one will not never happen. It will never. Church, God help us, man. God help us. It's God. It helps God to hear our prayer. Second Chronicles 20 and verse 3. Second Chronicles 20 and verse 3. Let's read that. And we just start prayer. Second Chronicles 20 and verse 3. And Jehoshaphat feared. Do you remember when three kings came against Jehoshaphat? I would say Jehoshaphat, verse 3, feared when he heard the news. A young man came to him. Listen, three uh, kings have come together against you. I think it's the king of Moab, Mausia, and one other nation have come against you. And the Bible said when he heard the news, Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to do what? To do what? To seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout all Judah. Whenever you are in trouble, don't start looking for who to help you. Seek the Lord. I wish church people can seek the Lord. All these things of running helter scatter from one place to another. People just, our eyes are on men. That's why we are not getting help from God. David made a statement. He said, help us, O Lord, for vain is the help of men. Vain is the help of men. Seek the Lord. When you are in trouble, your first response to trouble must be go down on your knees. Father, I need your help. Help me in this situation. I need to be out of this. You don't have rent. Your, something is about to be taken from you. They want to repossess your house. Your child is in hospital. Go down on your knees. Some of you, when you have a headache, your first response is pharmacy. You're looking for a chemist to buy migraine or what, Panadol or... No! First response is, Father, I rebuke this headache in the name of Jesus. That's your first response. Say amen, somebody. One day I remember I used to drive a, a Mazda 323 many years ago, almost 20 years ago, to drive this car. One day I woke up, the car just refused to start. I start, 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 and the battery was dying slowly. I wanted to call a You know, the first response is, call a mechanic. But you see, my spiritual instinct kicked in. I laid, I opened the bonnet. I laid hand on the engine. I said, in the name of Jesus, start now. You can't believe what happened. I went to the door, opened the door, started the car. Eh, it started. <laughs> oh, you don't understand. Stop looking for help from anywhere else. There is help from heaven. I said, there is help from where? From heaven. I'm telling you, 
the help from heaven is above all help on the earth. Please, let that be your first response to any situation. Help me, oh God. Help me, oh God. Amen. Throughout this year, I, need, I knew I needed the help of God. I told you guys, the prayer I pray every day I wake up, Father, I need your help. I needed to cross over this year. This year was a special year for me. It was a special year. How I survived this year, only God knows. I'm telling you. Praise God. To, please keep my scripture. Where are we? Verse 4. So the Bible says he, he gathered himself to seek the Lord. And Judah gathered themselves together. Do what? What did they do? To ask help of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of Judah. And they came together to seek the Lord. Church, you know what? Church, my question is, Jehoshaphat is a king. He could have prayed on his own. But he gathered the people. That's why some of you that think that these 21 days of fasting we are about to do is a waste of time. Look, these are Bible patterns. We are gathering together for 21 days to seek help from the Lord. Let us ask God for help. Ask God for help. We need help. In our individual lives, in our ministry, we need help. In our nation, we need help. There is help that will be released for you in Jesus' name. It says, and Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem and in the house of the Lord before the new court. Please just go over to verse 14. Verse 14. Let me just read where God answered their prayer. Look at this. Watch this. It says, and upon, why they were in the midst of that prayer. The Bible said, then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Beniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the son of Asaph, came what? The spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. Keep going. And he said, Hacking ye all Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Thou, thou King Jehoshaphat, thus saith who? While they were in prayer, God gave an answer to one of them. And said, thus saith the Lord. He says unto you, be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours but God's. I prophesy that over your life. Your battle is not yours. That battle is not yours. That sickness is not yours. That trouble is not yours. God is taking over tonight. Somebody shout amen. God is taking over your battle. I don't care where you are. I don't care what has come against you. The Lord is taking over tonight. I say God is taking over tonight. That thing that gives you sleepless night, the Lord Jehovah is taking over tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout an amen. amen. And God knows how to take over your battle. That's why we need to gather to pray. So when I say come for prayer, I want to do all these teachings so that I'm preparing you for our next 21 days of prayer. We must pray like never before. Am I talking to somebody? You must pray like never before. This is the time to get your breakthrough. September is a month of convocation and change of level for this ministry. Every September, House of Treasures Ministries changes level. I'm telling you, and it must be so in your life. It must be so. The month of September is the month that this church began. It's a special month. You know House of Treasures started on the 11th of September, 2011. Amen. It's a special month for us. It's a special month. That's why you must believe God. Your ascension this time around. Promotion must happen in this season. 
whether the devil likes it or not, your lifting must happen in this season. Your enlargement will happen in this season. Can somebody say amen like you believe? Glory to God. Church is our time. So God hears prayers. And he told them, he said, the battle is not yours but the Lord. God gave an immediate answer why they were in corporate prayers. Immediate answer. Immediate. Many times we have gathered in prayers and God will tell me to give a word. He will just give me a word for the people. That's what happens when we gather to pray. Please don't neglect our corporate prayers. Don't play with it. Many Christians have, you know, today, I, you know, when I, when I look at the ways that believers behave, many of us start very well. The moment blessing starts coming, we stop the things that brought the blessing. And then we, you all of a sudden, we start nosediving. That's why many Christians are living roller coaster lives. Because, you see, part of the just is what? As a shining light that shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. So, your life is not supposed to be ups and what? Down. It's supposed to be going up perpetually. But the, the absence of consistency, the things that we did to get up, is what has made us live a roller coaster life. You need to stop the roller coaster life. Be consistent. Whatever you do. I've been here pastoring this church. You see me in prayer every day. You know there are overnight that people gather to pray in churches. Pastor is sleeping. Hello? Pastor is snoring. <laughs> My children pray. I'm seeking the Lord at home. Una manga. No. Overnight I'm here. The only way I will not be in prayer is that I'm not in, in South Africa. I'm not in Johannesburg. But as long as I'm in me with me now, there is nothing that will stop me from being here. I'm not, I don't, I don't know how you people build these non-challenged non characters. As a man of God, some men, all night prayer is going on in their church. They are at home. Not to say that there are some people, you are listening to me, you are a pastor. Stop putting your people on a fast and you are eating ice cream at home. In a joint. <laughs> Dealing with chicken and rice, you, you, you knife the chicken and, and then there's, there's fasting. Eh? Church, don't be like that. Amen. Oh, these things, they, they have a way of just, I mean, I, 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 was, uh, I was talking to someone and I said, you know, I mean, I look at um, the, the, the youth were on a fast recently. Very long fast, long fast. Now my daughter went for modeling photo shoot. They bought them KFC, all kinds of things. I was even begging Hannah to eat. She says, no, they are on a fast. I was at lunchtime. I said, you can do half day because of the tedious things that you guys are cheery food. Fasting. Of you old people, I asked now, if I asked now, how many of you didn't fast today? Some of you elderly, you didn't fast. And youths are fasting. Amen church, we need to get hooked on and connected. Amen. Are you blessed by this message? Prayer is so vital for the church today. Listen. Jesus told Peter, he said, Satan has desired to sift you as wheat. But what happened? I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. He said, and when you are converted, what do you do? Strengthen your brethren. How do you strengthen your brethren? Through prayers. Through prayers. Church, let's not, let's not play with the place of corporate prayer. I'm, 
it's just it's exciting for me when I when we have overnights here and I come and I see the number of people gathered. It's exciting, even in winter. Amen. Because these are the days when you call for overnight, people don't come. Call for praise and worship concert. People are all over the place dancing all kinds of dance, and then they go back home empty. Am I saying there's anything wrong with praise and worship concert? No, there's nothing wrong, but we need the place of prayer most. I'm telling you, we need it most. In our day, what we need now is prayer. It's only prayer that can get us out of the mess we are in. Are you ready to pray? Can we stand on our feet? Let's stand on our feet. I hope you have been inspired by this message for prayer. Glory to God. The prayer we are going to pray, I want to ask God, I want us to ask God for protection. Protection for every one of us. None of you will miss this conference. None of you, none of you. The devil knows how to organize. He's making plan already to get some people sick during the conference. You will not be sick. God will protect you and your family. You will not be involved in accident. You will not die. Somebody say amen. Glory to God. God will preserve you. God will protect you. Say, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty God. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, my God, and in him do I trust. Say amen. So we are going to pray. The first prayer we are going to pray is for our protection. Father, we need your covering over our lives. We need your protection. Protect us. Protect us as a church. Protect us. Shield us from the plans of the wicked. Shield us from the forces of darkness. Let your, your wing cover us because we dwell under the shadow of the almighty God. Somebody say amen. Say in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father, we come corporately as a ministry, as a body, and we pray for supernatural protection. Father, cover us, O oh God. Place us under your wings and shield us from trouble. Shield us from death. Shield us from every trap of the wicked. Shield us from the weapons of the wicked. In the name of Jesus Christ, open your mouth and raise prayer to heaven. My Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, Father, for your protection. I pray, oh God, we pray corporately for your protection over our lives, protection over our children, protection over our marriages, protection over our businesses, protection over our finances, protection over house of treasures ministries, protection oh God over everyone under this house, protection over our partners, protection over our sons and daughters connected to this house in ministry, in the name of Jesus, we pray for your protection, Lord shield us, shield us, oh God shield us shield us from the plot of the wicked shield us from the plan of the wicked, shield us oh God protect us father, recap my father protect your sons and daughters oh god we pray for your supernatural protection angelic protection oh god preserve our lives oh god protect our destinies lord none of us will miss this conference my god none 
of us will miss the upcoming conference. The enemy will not hospitalize anyone. The enemy will not take any life. Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. I break your hand off any life. Every appointment with death is nullified. Every appointment with death is nullified. Every appointment with sickness is nullified in the name of Jesus. Shakata, babarakata, rekotobelekete, brendeke suparambrande, embrokotola barada, rakata patakayakata, rekotoveleke brekete. Somebody pray. The enemy will not put you in hospital. The enemy will not hospitalize your children. The enemy will not hospitalize your husband or your wife. Akabadosa, likaberakonte, embrekete kete kete, rabashata, babarakata, rateko sekevrekete, embrendeke shata. I decree and declare, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that shall rise in judgment against you, I condemn it. In the name of Jesus, it is written, when the enemy shall come like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. Shadabadabadagada, babarakata. Somebody pray. God will protect you. Protect your health. Protect your children. Shield you from trouble. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord shield you from trouble. May the Lord shield you from accident. In the name of Jesus. Supernatural protection. Supernatural protection. Angelic protection. Shakatakata. Rakatapata. Babarakata. Rakatabaya. Radabashata. Babaraketekete. Somebody raise your voice to heaven. Let heaven hear you today. You shall be shielded. You shall be protected. Your car shall be protected. Any taxi you enter will be protected. Any airplane you fly will be protected. Your car shall be shielded. Holy Ghost, shield us, shield us, protect us, shield us. Oh God, preserve us. Shata katabaya da badagada, mande de de bo shoto brekete kete brekete, rekete bedekete bedekete, mande kota brande kete brekete lekete. Yes. Somebody pray. Father, shield us. Shield our children. Shield our families. Lord, shield us. Shield us, oh God. Protect us, Father. We are not ignorant of the devices of the devil. Father, every satanic devices, every satanic manipulations against any destiny on the house of treasures, I cut it off now. I destroy it now in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind every satanic orchestrations, every demonic projections. I bind you in the name of Jesus. Somebody pray, my God, my God, you shall be shielded, you shall be protected, 
you and your household shall be preserved in the name of Jesus Christ. Ronde kezumbe nukele beberoti zamanto embrekete kezebrakataya. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Give me the book of Micah chapter chapter 5 and verse 12. Micah chapter 5 and verse 12. My God. Glory to God. Micah chapter 5 and verse 12. And I will cut off witchcraft out of your hand. And thou shalt have no more soothsayers. Give me the nurses. Quickly. Nurses. And the graven images also will I cut off. And thy standing image is out of the midst of thee. And thou shalt have no more worship of the work of thy hands. We are going to pray. Every demonic altar is fighting you. Let the Lord fight them back. The Lord will cut them off. In the name of Jesus. Anybody preparing and purporting witchcraft against you. Tonight is their last night. They will never be able to carry out witchcraft against you. Say in the name of Jesus. I bind every witchcraft against my life. I bind every witchcraft against my finances. In the name of Jesus, I cut off altars. I cut off altars and every graven image that is fighting my life. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and open fire. My God, in the name of Jesus, you said you will cut off witchcraft. You will cut off witchcraft. My God, you will cut witchcraft off. Every satanic witchcraft, demonic witchcraft, every witchcraft against anyone under this house, against my life, against house of treasures, I cut it off. 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 In the name of Jesus. Somebody pray. I destroy every altar of darkness. Every graven image that is fighting God's people. God says I will cut it off. I cut off every witchcraft. I cut off soothsayers. I cut off every occultic powers that is fighting your destiny. I cut it off tonight. I cut it off tonight. In the name of Jesus. Somebody cry out to God. Shada bada gada bada gada, rakata baya gada bala gada, rakata bada gada bala gada, rekete kete kelegede, mande kete breke felemente, mende korebe sombrende kete, rakata ye breketo, shete pete kete kete kete. Somebody pray. Cut it off tonight. Makata balada ya brande kete kete yerebero. Mande korebe sombrende kete brende kete. Radebe sika brege belikato la baragada. Rabababa shadaya. Rakata bayagada baragada. Rokete kete brede gerebe seri yerebere. Mande kopete kebrekete gerebe sete. Radabayaka branda kataya. Rakabada yada barakata. Ikabara kete breke felebere kete. Rabande kose breke felemente. Mande de debo shoto bragada. 
Father. Father, I cut off witchcraft. I cut it off in the name of Jesus. Every satanic forces, demonic witchcraft, every manipulation against anyone's destiny by witchcraft, by soothsaying. My God, I cut it off tonight in the name of Jesus. Somebody bind that witchcraft. Bind it in the name of Jesus. Witches and wizards that are troubling God's people. I come in the name of the Lord. I come by the sword of the Spirit and I end your journey tonight. I terminate your process tonight. I take air from you tonight. I seize your breath tonight. Shata kapata. He says, suffer not a witch to live. Suffer not a witch to live. Shadabada gadabada gada. Ragabada yabada gada. Ragabada yagadabada. Ragabada yagadabada. Ragabada yagadabada. I seize your breath tonight in the name of Jesus. Any witchcraft, any witch that is troubling anyone in House of Treasures Ministries, I cut you off today. Ashaya, Babarata, Likeberusa, Barakete, Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Today is the last day Tokoloshi visits you. Every satanic projection, arrows of darkness that have been fired against you, I command them back to sender. Back to sender. Back to sender. Every plan of death against you, back to sender. Every plot of the wicked against you, back to sender. In the name of Jesus. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. My God, pray, pray, pray. That visitation from the devil is over. That spirit that comes to molest you in the night. That tokoloshi, that evil spirit that is hanging around you. I roast them to fire. I command them to cut fire in the name of Jesus. You are delivered from every captivity. You are set free from every prison. fire in this place. Somebody pray. Shata Beratose Beroko Subalata Babarande Kesumelete Leke Freke Bataya Rashata Kaya Rabababashata Barakete Kesoprekete Rendebeke Subrakata Rabashaya Brandekete My God My God My God My God My God Shetebeli Gebregebelekete Rende bede bere kete bredi erebere, mande boko shende brekete kedi erebere.
Somebody pray. Rebo shikalema no freke peleta la gabayata. Mande korebe sombrende kelebrande kete kerierebero. Shadabaya dabada badabada gada. Reketo bele kete brebe gede kerebe sopre kete legere. Rambende kobrande kebredi arabada brende kete. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus. I want us to pray for the grace for speed. There is a speed that is coming to this house. A serious speed that is coming to your business. I'm telling you some things you could not achieve in 10 years. Get ready, you are going to achieve in 2023. I believe me, from now till September 2023, your life will be a thousand times more than where you are. God is giving us speed. Somebody says speed. Give me the book of 1 Kings chapter, 40, chapter 18 and verse 46. Chapter 18 and verse 46 of 1 Kings. Quickly. Quickly. Please hurry up. Hurry up, sir. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. And he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. You are going to outrun your enemies. Where is your amen, church? I say you will overtake your overtakers. God will release grace for speed on your life. God will make you overtake those that are overtaking you. Say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, release your hand upon me tonight. Release your hand upon me tonight. Let the grace of speed come upon my life, upon my business, upon my finances, upon my destiny. Release the grace for speed in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and open fire. Father, speed, speed, oh God. And the hand of the Lord came on Elijah and he gathered up his loins and now ran Ahab unto the gates of Jezreel. Lord, I pray today that the hand of the Lord will come upon my life. The hand of the Lord will come upon everyone at the sound of my voice. The hand of the Lord will come upon House of Treasures Ministries. My God, the grace for speed be released right now. Speed, oh God. Speed, oh God. Shatakapata. Rakapataya. Rakabadada. Ratekesekete. Rekepetekatebrakata. Father, what we could not achieve in one year, I declare in the next one year, we will achieve a million times. Somebody pray. Shoto breke velemende brekete Radabada bayada balagada Rekoto balakataya Grace for speed Grace for speed Father let your hand come upon us tonight As a ministry Let your hand come upon us tonight As individuals Let speed be released Speed be released Oh the Bible says You said to David You should pursue You will overtake And you will recover all Today in the name of Jesus I decree we shall pursue, we shall recover, and we shall overtake in the name of Jesus. The grace for speed, the grace for speed, the grace for speed. 
let it come upon us today Rade besiko breke fete ke de breke te rende bede brede gere besete breke te rana maya kata balakata rekabada yada brande kete ke de brede gere my God the grace for speed shada bada gada bade gede bede gedo rekabada gada brada gaya gada rada bada yada balagada rekete kete 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 ropates ko breke felemente redobo shiga braga bayata la rekabades ko prene gevelemento rekobede kesi gabraga bada baya raba baba 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 shaka pete kete braga balakate rekoto bele kete brebege disa bragada. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus, our last prayer, we are going to pray for our next conference. Give me Acts chapter, chapter 13 and verse 44. Acts chapter 13 and verse 44. You will never be the same again. And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. Next verse. Next verse. Quickly. Quickly. But when the Jews saw the multitude, they were filled with envy. And spoke against those things which were spoken of Paul, contradicting and blaspheming. We are going to pray. We are extending this building to 5,000. By this time next week, this wall would have gone down. Can I hear an amen? This place will be jammed to capacity. Can I hear an amen? We have built an overflow hall. It will be jammed to capacity. We are going to pray that this city will be under a siege by this conference. In the name of Jesus, angels will be forcing people to this conference. Say in the name of Jesus, we pray according to your word that in our next ownership conference in September, the whole nation will be here. The whole of Africa will be in the conference. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and open fire. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus from the 27th of September to the 2nd of October 2022 in Ownership Conference 2022. We call the whole nation. We call the whole of Africa. We call the whole world into our conference. We summon them to this place. We summon them both online and in person. We summon them. Father, we pray, oh God. The Bible says in the next Sabbath, almost the whole city came to hear the word of God. In our next conference, the whole of Johannesburg will be here. The whole of South Africa will be here. The whole of Africa will be here. The whole world will be here. I call them in the name of Jesus. I compel them in the spirit. We call them now. We summon them here. Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. You, do you believe God heard you? Lift up your voice and give him the praise. Father, we thank you tonight. Thank you, Lord, for answering our prayers. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory and all the praise. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray.